Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Dominic Iabucci, workplace client leader with BHDP Architecture, discusses unlocking agile, data-driven design for data-driven people. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Workplace Innovation Pavilion. My name is Clayton Whitman. I'm an interior designer at Callis and RTKL, a global architecture and design firm. I'm based in New York. Uh, we're one of this year's sponsors of the Cornet uh, Workplace Pavilion, so thank you all for coming. I'd like to introduce to you uh, Dominic Yakabuchi. He's a client leader, architect, owner of BHDP Architecture. Um, Dominic is an owner, client leader on DHDP's workplace team. Using his project leadership, research, and strategic capabilities, he leads large clients like Procter & Gamble, Dow Chemical, Iron Mountain, and the GSA. He collaborates with various colleagues within the University of Cincinnati to research, brainstorm, and innovate on the topic of the future of work. He has recently led an interactive architectural studio to leverage design thinking to create workplaces that are both innovative and functional. I give you Dominic. Thank you, Clayton. Um, so today I'm gonna tell you a story about 8451 and I'm gonna have multiple people from 8451 that actually helped me out through this. So hopefully the sound works, lots of videos within this and we're gonna do our best to tell a quick story. I would say personally, my biggest struggle is conference room space. Um, it's fairly easy to get a conference for less people. Um, after that, it starts getting pretty tough. And um, especially if you kind of have a high priority situation where you need to pull a, a group of people together. So one thing that's frustrating is we have our like storage cabinets under our desk, which is like the only way place to put things. So if you have your stuff on top of your desk, then you can't pair with someone because they can't come over and put their laptop down. We have pods of six, and if multiple people are pairing up on the same side, you know, you're almost shoulder to shoulder. And when they do come over to pair, the storage cabinet's like in the way. So if there's multiple people on one side, like it interferes that way. It's just hard to get that many people under the desk. So there's just not a lot of mobility. Uh, we have enough to where we can move around and be flexible with our laptops, but you can also get pinned down and, and be kind of stuck. We tend to work pretty loudly and that's because we're collaborating, but for those people that are remote, um, I, I know it's always kind of been, been that issue uh, across the board is, is sound, uh, makes it pretty tough. It's loud, there's a lot of, there's a white noise machine would help, which helps, but it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people talking and solving problems together in a small space. We don't have a lot of opportunity to go to quiet space as a pair. Our quiet rooms are really meant for a person, not two people. The acoustics in general are tough. It's an open space, uh, and so like in our stand-up daily, it's, you really have to pack in tight because you can't hear. We have to use, you know, jokingly, our outside voice sometimes so they can hear each other. So this, this project is one where, as an architect, we came into it and we thought we knew what we were doing. We thought we knew how to design for a company, 8451, which is a digital company, for an agile solution. And what we found out really quickly is we did not know what we were doing and we actually have lots of opportunities to make the project better than we thought. One was created to support uh, Kroger with data science, data analytics, and help them with understanding uh, their data. It's to make you know, people's lives easier. Digital Dust is 
every time we use our cell phone, we get on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media, uh, you know, we all kind of put off this digital dust. But we're taking all those little tidbits of information and trying to come up with a better way of servicing you. So if anyone's familiar with Kroger Plus Cards, 8451 is the company that takes all the data from Kroger Plus Cards or Ralph's or whatever the case may be and turns it into actual information for um, the, the client. Sorry, it's got a slight delay. So when we started this project, it started saying, hey, Dominic, do you know how to design office space for an agile team? So we went out and we started looking for benchmarking and see if we could find any examples out there that existed of how you designed for an agile team. Now, of course, I put my foot in my mouth in the first meeting because I said, oh, yeah, I know what agile is, mobility, right? People can move around in space and they share desks and all these different things. And they're like, no, Dominic. We're talking about ritual. We're talking about scrums. We're talking about actual how we do digital design. Okay. So we took a step back and we said, okay, what is Agile? When we moved into a brand new building four years ago, uh, we did a lot of things that I thought were right, but we also uh, were very much a test and learn type of organization. So we want to understand better how to support our folks. So the journey kind of started out with our engineering and developing teams, uh, trying to understand Agile work environments, Agile is a broad term in trying to understand what that means. There's not just a clear definition of this is how it works. So that's why we started testing with our people, trying to understand how do we best. We did the deep dives, interviews, uh, one-on-ones. We wanted to know how our people work. So kind of as I was mentioning before, so we, we kind of knew at this point that Agile was the way that they did work but we still had in our head that there was some dynamic to it that had some switching of desks or moving of teams all the time. As we got deeper into it, we definitely realized that it was not agile from a mobility standpoint. But what we also didn't understand and we found out later is that it wasn't about just individuals, it was about teams and more specifically for 8451, it was about this concept of pairing. And it became fundamentally important in all of the aspect of the design that we were doing is that we supported this idea of pairing appropriately. He probably loves that he's frozen up there like that, doesn't he? He's speechless. Hold on, let's see what happens here. Agile as a methodology, as a way of working, is just little planning, little execution at a time. Every single day within that two-week sprint, as we call it, we have a daily stand-up, um, and all of that all that is is just a check-in. What did you do yesterday? What are you going to do today? Do you have any blockers? Those are the main three questions you want to ask. And just a quick, it should be less than 15 minutes, ideally like five minutes, the main focus of the what's going to uh, dictate what is good or not good or what works and doesn't work. Because we pair, and like I said, that's really just you and one other person are working on the same problem, uh, using the same computer. Oftentimes with two keyboards and one monitor. So very close working at one desk while the other desk is empty. Having a space that allows for that is really important. Um, so we're always moving around. Uh, we're always shifting desks. Um, we don't always go to the same person's desk. We're not always pairing with the same person. We switch pretty much every week. So we spend one week with that person and going back and forth between each other's desks. Um, so we needed a way to really just be able to kind of sit down, plug in, and go. 
So what we learned from them is, you kind of heard them tell it to yourself, but um, they were constantly changing and they were constantly working with different people. And when we first heard that, we said, okay, well, you can just pick up your stuff and go move over there. Well, these are tech guys. So all of their keyboards matter, all of their mice matter, all of the ways that they interact with their screens matter. And they got to the point that they were trying to work and make this work, that they would sit two people at a six-foot desk and be comfortable with it and have multiple people banging their knees against um, filing cabinets because it was worth it to them to have that kind of collaboration. So when we started this project, we went to go try and understand what they were all about. So we talked to three different teams, and what we found out is that not every Agile team was the same, nor did they work the same. Some of the teams were set up as six people, some of the teams were set up as 10 to 20 people, and some of them were as big as 40 people. As we did visioning sessions with them and conversations with them, we said, you tell us how you want to work differently and how we need to support this space to work for you. Because from this point in time, what they've been doing is they've just been making it work. So what we came up with was kind of six key things that we had to address, and this is all came from them. So first, we had to get to sharing. So while they had all these teams of different sizes, no one knew what any other team was doing, and they realized that if they could increase their communication, they might actually learn something that helps to streamline work that they're doing on their specific Agile project. In terms of co-locating, they had multiple team leads that were working with several different scrum teams at the same time. So if we could put leadership at the center, we could actually get to efficiencies. In terms of workstations, where we came to is we came to a solution that was about moving workstations versus moving people. 8451 made it very clear to us that they were not going to go to a mobile solution. They wanted all of their people to have a place that they could call their own, that they could use with their own technology. So what you'll see here in a second is how we tried to solve that, that problem. In terms of conference rooms, they didn't have enough of the right type and the right size um, to support the different meetings, so we looked at that. They had visitors that were constantly coming in out of their teams. How do we address for those people? And then how do we make storage uh, work for them but not necessarily be in the way since they were hitting all their knees against the storage cabinets? So as we took to these teams, we found out that we had this, this balance of focus and collaboration that we had to address. And while most of them worked exactly the same, we found the biggest change had to be with how they did their, their daily scrums, because some of them had virtual team members that we had to address. So what we came up with is a modular neighborhood. So our belief was that we could take this, this key idea of the organization and we could apply it to any of the scales of teams as long as we had these certain pieces and parts into the space. And what it started with is it started with having these mobile workstations for the team down at the bottom and starting to look at the leadership as their own type of stations. And we looked at the leadership as kind of being a stagnant element while the teams moved around them. We made sure that we set up open collaboration spaces for quick meetings and scrums, as well as areas to allow for teams to put their identity out there and bond, but also communicate the work that they were doing. And then all of that was also supported with having the right type of closed space. So big meeting rooms made sense, but the other thing that we were hearing very clearly is they needed focus space. But they needed focus space to still work individually, but also in teams. And to date, what 8451 had was they had big conference space and they had individual focus space, but they didn't have focus space that was really uh, designed to support pairing. You're noticing uh, our engineering and our developer type groups working with Agile. They literally took it upon themselves to kind of reorient the office to make it work for them. So we started watching, studying, with the help of BHDP, doing the deep dives, the one-on-one -on -one interviews. 
And it basically came down to where we were assigning one person per desk, permanent locations. So they didn't have the ability to move, per se. Uh, so the new way of how we're going to do things in the test fit is that everybody will have a desk, but that desk is going to be movable. So they can move around in the teams. And the way our folks work on that particular floor is, I mean, every other day they could be switching around to a new team depending on the project and what's the task at hand. So it's going to give them that complete flexibility to maneuver around the space with some general guidelines that they can do their best work. So this was key, is uh, we always looked at the project originally as moving people and changing people within space, but we learned as we got in it and we talked to the teams is we actually needed to change our thinking of workstations and space to make that the mobile piece so that they could adjust it. So what we did was we set up several pilots, and the pilots were looking at teams in the 20 to 40 area. Um, but the pilots were being done at the Cincinnati office for 8451 while our primary project was going to be in Chicago. And as we did the pilots, what we looked at is we looked at three different scenarios. And, and we were challenged by the fact of, hey, Dominic, do this pilot, but we don't want to buy any of the new furniture because we have no idea what's going to work or not work. So we kind of did this hacked version, finding whatever they had on site, buying some IKEA stuff, buying some other stuff on the cheap, just to see what worked and what didn't work. And as we put people into space, what we actually found, we had this idea that they would be modifying space all the time, but the reality was that they didn't. Um, and as we talked to them and we got the feedback from them, we got more feedback about the hack solutions that we had that we tried to test than we did on um, what we were hoping to achieve. So what it, people were, didn't like the furniture, um, and they didn't like what we had. So we had people bashing their knees into crossbars, just had to do with the table that we picked. We had picked a hydraulic table that moved up and down because we wanted to see if people would move them up and down. Guess what? They didn't move them up and down. No one's surprised by that, I'm sure. Um, we also asked them to see if they would move their spaces around, and we gave them lockers, and we gave them all these other things that they could use. They didn't really use the lockers. They still put their stuff by the desk. All of the things that you would expect about human behavior happened, which, which was good for us to know. But it also meant that the design solutions that we had and the direction that we were going wasn't necessarily so wrong. For the Chicago office, it's going to be our engineering and our developers. And they're engaging in agile work type. We came across the old post office location, and it really kind of uh, fit well for us and our culture and our environment. Going into an existing building, it's got great bones, it's big, it's open, it's very much 8451. So it was a great match for us. We have since secured the lease and just started construction, and we're looking to move in in September of this year. So 8451 is moving into the post office building in Chicago. Um, they expected to be in in September, but the base building was not ready. So they're looking at November at this point. Um, but the, the design that we ended up moving forward was what we were hoping to do. So as we started looking at this concept of pairing and we looked at this concept of agility, the one thing that we forgot about or we didn't take into account is that we're not as cordless as we thought we were. So we had this huge challenge of this cord monster that we were constantly dealing with, whether it was the power or the Ethernet cable. So with that, we also had this beautiful challenge of the fact that it was Chicago. And it seems something happened in the 1800s that makes everything a little more complicated. So um, 
while we thought we could have movable desks, there became restrictions on how we could do it based off cord length. So we found a solution that we could do that allowed us to have everyone um, plug into the floor and move their desks around, but we were restricted in our solution. So as we started to look at this, we originally came in like all cocky architects, like, oh, we got this figured out. We're going to throw a grid of electric across the floor. People can move around. They can just kind of put it in whichever one they want. And maybe as we look at this grid, we need to spread out the grid. What we found out is that the best solution was actually looking at the power as the node to the workstations. So what you start to see is we said, okay, if we can create the right space in between the power, and we say that there's a rule that you can only ever have four workstations around the power, and they're right there at the corner, the people can move them around and do multiple different configurations in the space, however they see fit, but still have a successful solution. And, and what you start to see in that animation was all the different ways that they can adjust the workstations by creating this right grid in the space. I went down this path of not knowing and it was just kind of discovering as we went along. We had some very uh, keen thoughts and ideas of what it thought it should be, but as we kind of tore it apart and tried to understand it better, we quickly understood that we kind of were going down the wrong path and you know, we kind of reorganized and rethought how we were doing things. And so uh, we came up with a design that we're currently working with and gonna be testing within our uh, Cincinnati facilities. So this is an animation showing the space. What you can see is we stuck with this idea of four workstations. We created it so that people could rotate it around space. What we learned from our pilots is that more likely than not, people aren't going to move it as often as we think they are, but we've still created the agility within the space to do it. Uh, the final product that we ended on was a steel case product called Flex, which they've come out recently with. Um, and we actually were able to find a couple competitors that were also um, approved by Chicago, which was one of, our, one of our challenges. But the idea is, is we created all these nodes and pockets off of that design. We created places where they could collaborate and they could do either their scrums in space, the open space, or in rooms. But we created this diverse project that we're pretty proud of and that people will be moving in in a few months. So this gives you the overview of that and I've got a few pictures of the, the space in progress. Um, you'll also see that we've got whiteboard solutions that allow people to move it around space and modify as they see fit. Um, more renderings that kind of show you how the space comes together and you can see the space actually as it comes close to, to solution. So that's the, the project. 20 minutes is a very short time to actually get into anything too meaty on this. So if you'd like to talk in more, Here's my contact information, or I'll be over there and be more happy to answer any questions or talk in more detail. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for tuning into What's Next. Have an idea or point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast.